right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Woke up this morning energized, as always, which is kind of surprising because I don't know if you, if you, if you listen to the early podcasts, I'm like, damn, this sucks. Grinding it out. I had, I was on a roller coaster ride of, of I suck. No, I don't. I suck. No, I don't. For about, I guess, about the first 150, 200 podcasts, I keep thinking, why am I doing this? Well, it's because I believe in it. I actually, I, I took, I took, take a look around. I've, I've, I've always wanted to affect change. I think my big dream is to be on TED Talks. I want to be on TED Talks International or something. I want to have my 20 minutes of fame up there where I get to share my story or share some story about what I've done in my life because that's the, that's the benchmark for me for success. It really is. I mean, TED is a big deal. Most people who've been on TED, their careers have launched, their lives have launched, and they just they just become unstoppable. And so I, I guess that's my big dream. And and I the question is, is it true? Yeah, I think it's true. I think you can I think if you put enough energy into something and you are continually receptive to change, to try and adjust it and to become better at it eventually, it all works out for itself. Yeah. So anyway, where are you headed? It's Tuesday. Tuesday, April 20th, so let's see, second day of the week, tomorrow's hump day, you're grinding her out, you have all those things you have to do today, tomorrow, the next day, maybe if you're lucky, you have Saturdays and Sundays off, that'd be cool, that was my dream job, when I went to work for the feds, I was a correctional officer at first, so I had to work weekends and holidays and shifts and all that, and then about, I guess about four years in, I actually got uh, picked up a job as a maintenance supervisor because that was my background anyway. And I got Monday through fri- Friday, weekends and holidays off, 7 to 3.30. What a dream job, right? <laughs> but then I get home, I look at my life at home, and there was things about my life that I was just like, I had this, I've always had this constant doubt, this question about why are we all the same, right? Why? Because I wasn't, I mean, I was doing everything like everyone else. I just didn't like it as much, apparently. Because I kept looking over the fence going, you know, the grass is greener over there. Those people, they don't they don't have to do what I do on Saturday. They don't pull weeds. So, I don't guess it brings me to the, the point of this conversation. So, is it true? When you, when you take a look at your life and you take a look at uh, the story that's built around why we make the decisions we make, the choices we make, about how happy we're going to be and how essential a house is. Buying a house, it's a great investment, they tell us. Ooh, great investment, right? Is it true? About all the things we own and about with, with about how happy we are. I guess that's the real point. How happy we are. How amazing it is to wake up to our lives. Because if you look at any ad for a car or a house, I mean, there's a series of, there's been a series of house, uh, house hunters and there's a few other movies or television shows that come out and they stream about how amazing it is to take these houses and fix them up and or how or like people who are ready to upsize or they want to change their house they look at the three different houses and they talk about how amazing it is and and the the video is great and the people are beautiful and the story is great and at the end in the closing the closing scene of these shows you see people standing around eating cookies and drinking orange juice and just all smiles and happy about their amazing decision to go in debt for a half a million dollars is it true i think we fooled ourselves into believing it is either that or most of us just can't figure out any other way to do it 
I think that's the bigger issue. You know, I talk, I've been talking to people for more than 10 years about how to live your best life. And, and, try, and in part, it started out as me trying to figure out why in the hell I wasn't so happy when I was supposed to be, obviously. Because when I look around, everybody else in the entire friggin' world seemed to be happy with the choice to work their entire lives for a piece of land and a structure that they live in. And then they die and it all goes away. I just wasn't buying it. So here I am asking all kinds of questions and everybody I'd approach about, hey, are you really happy? Are you really digging your life? They say, hell yeah, I'm happy. What the hell, what other choice do I have? I think really when it comes down to it, that's that's it. Now imagine for a second, imagine for a second that you were that you were born in, an, in a place like, like Bar Harbor, Maine, or I don't know, any place, Alaska, where fishing and boats are a big deal, right? You're on some harbor and everyone owns a boat. Everyone owns some sort of trawler and a lot of families, they spend most of their summer on their boat doing what they do, right? The idea of living in a boat wouldn't seem that ridiculous to you. In fact, the idea of not living in a boat would seem ridiculous to you. My point I'm making in this is that oftentimes the reason we believe what we believe isn't because it's true, it's because that's what we believe. You look at my life, I live in an RV. There are plenty of people who actually feel empathy for me for my choice. Oh my God, you don't, you don't have a house? Nope, don't have a house. Well, we do. It just has wheels that hooks up to our truck and we can take it anywhere with us, right? Our bed, our bathroom, our kitchen, right? And they look at me almost in pity as if maybe Sandy and I made some bad financial choices and that's the reason where we're at, where, where we're at. But... By comparison, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at people. I walk around town here and I go walk to the park and I do my workout and I walk around town and I look around and and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I look at people's houses and their lives and here you got a, a, a house and it's nothing fancy. It's not a, a mansion or anything, but there's crap all over the yard. The door's hanging off the hinges. The paint needs to be redone. The roof is falling off. There's all, I mean, there's, there's more stuff to do on most of these properties that I see than you ever have, than you'll have time to do if you're not motivated, right? And when you look at that, all I can think is, well, apparently what they've chosen isn't that much fun because that's not what my house looks like. I mean, granted, it's not perfect. It's a 2016 Redwood and, you know, there's things that have to be done on it all the time, but it's certainly not falling apart. There's not a bunch of junk the carpets aren't dirty. I make sure of that. The outside's cleaned. It's polished. It's because what I've chosen is it actually fits who I am. If your life's in disarray, if you're waking up and you have more struggle than joy, if you wake up every day and, and the things you're struggling for aren't taking you anywhere, it might be that the story you've been following and the choices you've made based on that story aren't actually true. Are you, are you waking up energized? Are you waking up going, hell yeah, this is exactly what I want to do today. Now people say, well, you can't do that. You have to work. I get that. I get that. I, 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 my job at the federal prison, it wasn't a great, it was a great job from the standpoint of pay, but there were some times there where I thought I was going to die. Okay, you go back to one of my first podcasts, listen to that one. I ran for my life that night. 
But even in a situation like that, had I realized that this whole narrative about owning, about the value of owning a house, for one, the biggest scam in the world, they say, well, it's a big, a great investment, great investment. For who? For the bank? COVID-19 hit in 2020. Guess what? There are people who lost their home that they've been paying on for 15 years or getting ready to lose their home that they've been paying on for 15 years because they lost their jobs and the bank doesn't care. Is it true? Was it a great investment? We had our house for 22 years. The one we sold just before we hit the road, right? I made $150,000 profit on that house for 22 years. So I sit down and I'm thinking, I'm trying to break this analogy out about how great of an investment a house is. And I'm breaking it out. And when I, when I, when I added up all of the taxes and insurance and the amount of money, and then of course my time it took to maintain that house and to bring it to the value that it was when I sold it, you know how much I made every year on that house for those 22 years? Eh, right around $6,000. $6,000, the, the amount of less than the amount of a stimulus package for a family of five, right? $6,000, the price of a, an old car, right? I could have done a lot of things with my time had I not fallen into the trap of, oh, you got to own a house and then you spend the rest of your life taking care of it. Sorry, I'm not a farmer. Never wanted to be a farmer. Never wanted to be a painter. Never wanted to be a plumber. Never really wanted to be a roofer. Never wanted to be a concrete guy or a sprinkler system guy. And yet that's what I became. With one decision. To buy that house because what's the narrative? Oh man, a house is a great investment. Or the other story that you see is you see those television shows I mentioned earlier. And it's about oh how happy it is. How great it is to own that. Now does this mean that you can't own a house? Of course not. But if you're, if you're on top of your game, if you're connected to who you are, then when you approach that decision, the decision is based on making sure that the house or that decision as a whole, doesn't matter whether it's a house, a car, your relationship, does that fit who you are? Now, the system is set up really good. If I keep you distracted long enough, you'll never notice yourself. Look, this is what you want. Look, this is what you want over here, right? Think about how many times a day you're distracted by things that don't matter. The next time you look at your phone or you spend any time or you interrupt a conversation to look at your phone, take a second and ask yourself, did that really matter? And I guarantee it doesn't. The number of likes I get on Facebook, the number of likes I get on my podcast, they don't have any impact on my life. I'm not getting paid for this. I do this because I care about you. I do this because I care about me. The last thing I ever want to do is get off the tracks, lose sight of what we've accomplished. Because Sandy and I are free. If, if I wanted to buy a house, let's say that, for instance, I just decided that this sucks, we go buy a house. I can do it. I'm debt free. Right? Before you can actually start living your best life, you have to be able to define what that is. As long as you believe you're living your best life right now, nothing is going to change. 
This is where that level of acceptance is so critical. When you when you get to the point where your money's almost gone and there's not any more time and you're just one day runs into the next because there's nothing there's nothing amid a seven day or fourteen day run where you're actually going, hell yeah, we're working for something better. What other option do you have than to accept it? Oh no, I'm happy. If you're happy with where you are, then then in that, you don't have to do anything. But what's funny is we're not designed to be happy. Happiness is not the benchmark of success. Happiness is an emotional feeling that's based on two, two situations. Either you receive something new or some stimulus that you haven't ever experienced before that you enjoy, or you've accepted what you have and you have no energy to do anything else. If I told you, ask you if you're happy and you say yes, and I told you, well, would you be happier if I if you lived on the beach in a house? You'd say yes. Well, then how can you be happy, right? <laughs> you can believe it. Believe it. Believe it. It's okay. That's why this is so slow and getting going. This It's not because the story's wrong. The story's not wrong. I mean, the scenario is this. Live your best life. What does that mean? Wake up every day with a with a life full of things that inspire you, that energize you to such a degree that the burdens you face, the struggles and hurdles you face to accomplish that goal or to, to achieve that task are nothing. They're just what you do. It's kind of like climbing a 14 or who wants to climb from the bottom of a mountain to the top 14,000 feet you've got things like lightning that can kill you rock slides weather inclement weather coming in you could freeze to death right there's all kinds of scenarios that have come with that choice not to mention climbing 14,000 feet to the top of a mountain right and we still do it right you know why right because the people who do it find so much energy and inspiration in the in the task in preparing for it in grinding out one step in front of the other until they reach their goal that they just they just can't help themselves it's a it's a it's a given win when you're connected to who you are when it's when that task is connected to who you are you're unstoppable right mirror that with what you do on a saturday it's tuesday right so saturday's coming up mirror that on what you do throughout this week how many moments in the next seven days are you going to have where you're like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's do that shit again. That was tough, but I loved it, right? That's what I'm talking about when I talk about living your best life. It's about not being afraid to say, no, I don't think so. I think, Let me think about that. I don't know. Because God forbid the worst thing you do is make a decision that makes your life worse. Go in debt for a new car. That's another one. You run out, you get the car paid off. <clears throat> it's working fine, but all of a sudden, within a couple months, it's like, you know, I really need a truck. What? Yeah, I really need a truck. I think a truck would be great. This is what we want. It's not because it enhances your life. It's because of what you want. It's because it's going to give you that adrenaline rush that comes from getting something new, the happiness, that burst of happiness that comes from acquiring. It's the reward for all your hard work. But what do you do when that when that energy fades? What do you do when that energy fades and then you're stuck? $2,200 for license plates in Colorado. A $700 a month payment for, what, 72 months? Right? 
There's the defining moment when we can say, is it true? How many times this week will you wake up and look at all of the crap you have stacked in the garage and feel a sense of satisfaction and the same level of contentment as you do when you go spend a weekend water skiing or climbing a 14 or a mountain biking with friends or doing a red red eye flight to Vegas for the weekend? I don't know. I don't know. I think it requires some honesty. It requires honesty because if we're not honest with ourselves, we can believe any lie we choose. And it's only when we sit down and we shut all the noise off and we ask ourselves questions about where we are and who we are and what truly inspires us that we can start putting our putting our, our, our plans in order to be on to, to change directions, to pick a path that fits that. Like I said before, a guy who loves fishing should not own a big ass house. He should own a little house and a big ass boat. Guy who loves mountain biking, he shouldn't own a big ass house with a bunch of lawn. He should own a little ass house with a fancy ass mountain bike and a lot of mountains around. In a place where he can go mountain biking. Surfers should live by the ocean, right? I don't know. It's not about what you do, it's about whether it fits or not. If you step step back from the narrative, step back from the noise that they keep making, and you take a look at your life and ask yourself some serious questions about why you do the things you do, I'm sure you're going to find, if you're honest with yourself anyway, you're going to find that most of the stuff you do have been guided by the world and not by you. It's what we've been taught. It's what everyone is doing. It's the easy path. But if you're honest with yourself... It's probably not that great. I know it wasn't for me, and since I've changed it, I'll tell you what, the world is my oyster, and I don't know where it's going, but it's going to be way, it's way more amazing than where I've been. So, I know, keep that in mind. Let's not forget about the kindness. Wake up inspired. Look around and ask yourself some questions. Don't be afraid to face the, the answers. Don't be afraid to be honest with yourself, because as long as you are not, as long as you aren't honest with yourself, you'll never step forward. You, this will be good enough, right? And there'll be come a time when you'll look back and you'll say, damn, I wish I had. So anyway, keep that in mind. I really appreciate you guys showing up. Let's not forget the kindness. And as always, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.